all your base are belong to us? What the, what is yeah. that? These Japanese guys made a video game and they don't know how to speak English. That is really, really weird. Episode one of the Full Metal Nerdcast. I'm David. And I'm Diego. What's up? Dude, we've been planning this for a fucking long time. <laughs> it's it's been a it's been a minute. It's it's definitely been a minute. And I'm super excited to officially, I guess, launch the Full Metal Nerdcast. Yeah, me too. Uh, I know we've talked about it before. Um, some of you may recognize or remember from uh, that metal podcast. So we decided that we're going to take a lot of the stuff that we enjoy talking about in terms of away from heavy metal. We're going to talk about individually and stuff like that would be a lot of retro games and what else? Yeah, but just stuff that we're into, um, you know, retro games, like Mm -hmm. you said, Nintendo, Sega Genesis, Super Nintendo, all the way up until whatever, you know, PlayStation 2. Yeah, and, and, and there's going to be some stuff we will talk about that's modern. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot of different, uh, our, our take on, on, on um, some modern games and stuff like that. Definitely. But for the most part, a lot of the stuff that we are going to talk about specifically will be definitely from the 80s and early 90s. And well, actually all the way up to the late 90s, but we're going to be looking specifically at a lot of Super NES and NES games, Sega games. Uh, Nintendo 64, but we're not going to exclude movies, cinemas. Uh, yeah. Stuff that I think, you know, personally, I think the 80s, the 80s era to me being the best <laughs> of uh, movies. Yeah. Right? yeah. Uh, I can agree with that, but I also love myself the share of 90s movies. Mm-hmm. Can't exclude them. Um, you know, we'll talk about horror movies, action movies, mm-hmm. uh, sci fi. Uh, we'll carry on to, you know, there's some anime yeah. people, people anime. watch anime. So just like everyone else, mm-hmm. we like that stuff too. And we're going to talk about the, the stuff that we grew up on. Basically in a nutshell is the stuff that we grew up. Yeah. On, yeah. Right? And we want to share that with everyone else. Right. And hopefully there's a ton of people that are going to be listening that can relate to what we're talking about. Yeah, exactly. And I really dig a lot of the stuff. So, like I said, like I mentioned before, there is going to be cursing, a lot of saying, uh, a lot of vulgarity, like fuck this and fuck that, <laughs> I just say. And there's going to be a lot of drinking. As as we're drinkers, yeah. you know, um, so if you hear a slurring by the end of the episodes. You know why. You know why. But I'll say this, this is all our opinions on things. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely not against anyone else's opinions. Um, so if we hate something, um, don't take it personal. Yeah, but also, <laughs> but also I think, if anything, reach out to us and let us know things that you do like and things that you do enjoy. Definitely. And stuff that maybe we might have left out by accident or maybe we just forgot, you know. Uh, because we're we're you know certainly busy. We have also our our own daily lives that we lead. Yep. So if we forget anything. We forget anything. Please let us know. Um, and so because um, I'm still connecting it to the metal podcast email, 
You can email us at thatmuddlepodcast1 at uh, gmail.com. So up until then, excuse me, you could reach us, <laughs> reach out to us there. Like I said, dude, there's going to be, this isn't your normal geek show. We're two metalheads that love geeky shit. And uh, actually there's a third one, uh, Gonzo. Couldn't be here today, uh, scheduling conflict and whatnot. He's our PC guy. He's the guy. He's the master race guy. But <laughs> and not to say politically correct. Right. <laughs> exactly. So he's our our master race guy, PC guy, but certainly also grew up in the same time and appreciates old school games and movies and just the same. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So, uh, definitely, what this is going to be about is it's going to be us sharing our stories, us sharing what we think about certain movies, video games. You know, anything that we grew up on, toys, if you want to talk about toys. Um, 80s cartoons. uh, Yeah. Cartoons during that time. I know, I can tell you this right now. Um, There are certain things that, for me, I'm not familiar with. I grew up with the the ending of Atari. Yeah. So, honestly, I don't remember a lot of it. Uh, I just know I remember playing a lot of games. We had the Atari, and then all of a sudden we had the Nintendo Entertainment System. Yeah, and that was it. And I, so I could tell you from then on out, like those are the kind of games that I'm going to be talking about specifically. Um, you know, and there's some things that I just, you know, I'm not a PC gamer. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I don't know too so much about that shit, but uh, so we'll, we might we might get into something. So. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're all going to bring in different things to the table. There might be some things that you didn't experience that I experienced. Mm-hmm. That maybe our listeners experienced and maybe they could, you know, send us what they went through or what they thought about these certain things that we're talking about. And I think the whole thing here is, you know, we're just going to share a bit of our lives to everyone. You know, I think one of the the coolest parts, I think growing up is, you know, or even just every every day, like... you go out sometimes here and there and you see people with like uh, with a, a shirt that's like, it's got Link on it, you know, from The Legend of Zelda. Or you, you see people with wearing like just Nintendo shirts, straight up the old school Nintendo, uh, Nintendo, Nintendo controller. Is which it is Nintendo? Nintendo. Sorry, man. It's <laughs> that Nintendo. My, my South, my, <laughs> the South comes out of me sometimes. <laughs> so, we're from Texas, by the way. So... I know we're not the South, but anyways, (laughs) we always talk about that. Anyway, so, um, I love seeing shit like that. You know, I love seeing like I love getting, I love, you know, in the line of work that I have, I like talking to people, uh, younger people, let's say with that are into games that they didn't even grow up with. And they're like talking about fucking Mario and it's not Mario. It's Mario, dude. Get that (laughs) shit right. By the way, I fucking hate that dude. I, I don't know why people, pissed me off when they say mario it's a canadians man yeah super God mario no those guys are cool man they <laughs> <laughs> those guys are cool man those guys yeah, yeah, yeah. listen to the, po- the metal podcast a lot so that's cool but anyway <laughs> but like yeah like i feel like it's one thing to share that pop culture uh with everyone else and it's so different i think from a lot of the games especially that we play now yeah uh, i think point being the, the the fucking uh, what is it called the the crisis with cyberpunk right now that yeah. people are having with 
uh, on their PS4s and their Xboxes right now that is not, they're not able to play it. Yeah. You know, the game's broken. And certainly other people who grew up with, let's, let's say, Fallout games and other games, like they know all too well, eh, a couple of patches here and there, and they're back to normal and everything will be fine. Yeah. But right now it's a fucking disaster. I can tell you that. Yep. And it sucks because, I mean, I have a PS4. Maybe I might get a PS5, maybe not until the spring. I'm not planning on it yet. It looks great. People keep talking about ray tracing and whatnot. I have no idea what the <laughs> fuck that is. It's like, beats me. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it is, but I ain't going to get into it because that's not something that uh, I don't have a PS5 yet or I'm not a PC gamer. Yeah. So, I mean, <clears throat> going to that, like, if we talk about Cyberpunk, for example, um,. It's just one of those modern games that came out with super hyped, and it's real buggy. Dude, it came out, but there there were, they were in development for ten years. Yeah, that was the thing that that was the thing that boggled my mind though, was okay. Hold on, you're primarily, I think the game the system at that time probably was the PS the PS3, during mm-hmm. that time, and then they're like, okay, so this is probably gonna come out for the PS4, right? Which, it technically it did, but they were focusing on PS5. Mm-hmm. And the Xbox Series X, is that what it's called? Yeah, the I think X? so. I think so. The new, the new Xbox. I don't know what it's called. I'm sorry. Xbox X or something like that. I don't yeah, know. I think it's that one. And I'm not an Xbox the new gamer. One. Yeah, I'm not an <laughs> Xbox. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, <laughs> but the next generation, let's just say that. The PS5 and the Xbox, homie. It was meant to be, apparently it was made for those. Because a lot of the fucking images and things that were shown were either PC or the PS5 or the other or the Xbox. And the yeah. thing that, that sucks about it is that you literally were fucking supposed to be making it for the PS4, dude. Like that was as simple as it was. You're working on something for 10 fucking years and you couldn't get it right. That makes no sense to me. Yeah. And and, and they're like, "Oh, you know, they're making it for the next gen consoles." Well, dude, the PS4 at that time was the next gen console. <laughs> what the fuck happened, dude? Yeah. And by not showing the images or video or whatever samples from the PS4 and the Xbox, whatever is right now the <laughs> yeah. compatriot for the PS4, to me, make no sense. Yeah. It was very misleading. And it's like, I wonder, you know, I, I didn't really think that CD Projekt Red would do something like that because I think they did The, Wit- the Witcher. Yeah. You know, uh, 3 was excellent. Uh, yeah. It was a great RPG, great open world RPG. Which I still haven't finished. I need to get back on that one. But I put that one on the back burner as yeah. well. I I don't know what it was. I liked I liked the Witcher game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the series or the oh, I, that was my first one. Yeah, okay. the, the Witcher three is the first one I played. I never okay. played part two. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, it's a great game, but I like stopped like midway and I yeah. put it on the back burner. So I yeah. actually reminded me I have to get back to it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think. What happened for me is uh, at that time I think another game came out. It always happens. Yeah, it always happens. Some other game comes out and it's like, oh, I'm gonna play this, and then I just forget about the previous game. And I'm pretty sure that's like a lot of gamers, because they're like, oh man, I have a shitload in my backlog and whatever in the queue, you know. Excuse me. And they're like, there's hundreds of games because I remember like for a while like on my PS4 alone, for example, I was like, I don't have anything to play. And I literally have hundreds of games on there, dude. <laughs> hundreds of games on there. And yeah. I'm like, I don't have anything to play. And I'm over here bitching about it. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to play, man? You know, and, and it, it, I, don't, I don't know why, but that, I feel like yeah. that's how it is, you know? I feel you, man, because uh, recently, 
Well, not recently. I'd say like last year. Actually, I think when the when the whole uh, COVID thing mm-hmm. first started hitting, we're still in COVID times right now. Right. Um, GameStop had a sale where it was buy two get one free or something like that. And, oh, I remember that. Yeah. yeah, and I ended up buying Doom Eternal. Oh shit. Um, Borderlands Three and Death Stranding. The Hideo Kojima. Yeah. The the bizarre game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I played Doom Eternal for like a, a few hours, <laughs> and as great as the game looks, I got bored. Yeah. Not to diss on the game or anything, but I got right. bored. And I haven't even opened Borderlands 3 and Death Stranding. <laughs> but here I am playing Warzone and yeah. Call of Duty all day. You right. Know? right. But, you know, it's that same thing. Like, I just need to get to these games and just say, like, fuck it. I'm going to grind these games yeah. out. Get back to The Witcher. Complete Doom Eternal. Start Borderlands 3 and yeah. play Death Stranding. Yeah. You know? I, I feel like... Um... I have the same thing, but you know what? It's funny is like on the PS4, uh, we'll get to other systems in a bit, but for the specifically for like the PS4, I have a lot of small games like that. Uh, uh, what is that game? Uh, something Axion. Uh, they're like uh, Metroidvania type games. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and a lot of those games are the ones that I like to get on the PlayStation Network, let's say, or even on the Switch, because uh, for me. I want to get a game that I could probably put at least 15, 20, 25 hours in and not have to pay $60. Yeah. I know there's a lot of games that people play or they buy that are that are like, you know, AAA titles or whatever. They're like really new and they finish them in like a day or two and they paid 60 bucks for that. But yeah, there's no yeah. replay value in that and that sucks. And to me that sucks because it's like you're paying that much. Look admittedly I, I love fucking sports games but specifically only madden uh i'm uh i've been playing madden since madden 94 uh, 92 actually but the first ones i bought was madden 94 for the second genesis yeah yeah john madden you know and since then i've been kind of buying each one i have not bought the newest one yet just uh uh been i bought other bullshit but i love stuff like that because it's like okay there's replay value you can still do yeah. fantasy you can still do fantasy football you can still do you know, different different teams, different leagues. You can keep going with that. Yeah. The same way there's games, for example, that have online multiplayer, let's say. Um, currently, Modern Warfare, for example, I have not found the need to play Cold War yet. Yeah. Because I still think Modern Warfare is perfect. Yeah. I don't need to go to Cold, uh, Cold War yet. Like, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to. Yeah. Because, dude, I mean, first of all, there's Warzone. Which just the addiction, the addiction of, of 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 playing this battle royale, right? I remember playing um, um, uh, PUBG, yeah, and it's fun, but PUBG is slow. PUBG reminds me of uh, Battlefield. Mm-hmm. I'm not a fan of Battlefield. Battlefield is uh, very sluggish. It's not like it doesn't feel right to me. A little bit clunky. It's clunky. I know a lot of people are super hardcore about it. And that's cool if you like that shit. I'm not saying anything about about that. I like the Call of Duty series and the when they went with Modern Warfare, this one specifically. Because I think Black Ops 4 did the first Battle Royale with Call of Duty. It's called Blackout. Uh, yes, Blackout. And I wasn't a fan of that. 
Yeah. I couldn't do it. It was just it just seemed really weird to me. Um, they did it right though. I just didn't like it. It wasn't for me. Yeah. But once Warzone came out with this one with Modern Warfare, dude, I was just like fucking amazed. Uh, the game looks great. The game plays great. Um, and it's not only that. I mean, it's 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 fun, man. It it it, it brought back Warzone specifically. Brought back that simplicity. And and I love how they make it. Was it in fours, threes, twos, or ones? Yeah. You know, you can play by yourself. You can play with two people, three people, four people. Yeah. In your squad, I love doing all that stuff. And I know people are gonna be bitching like, oh, well, it's been done before or whatever, you know. And, and it's like, dude, these guys made made it a little bit better. I feel I, mean? I feel like not to say that it's perfect, but I'm gonna say it's. I feel like they perfected it. When it comes down to like battle royale, they 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 sort of simplified it, and it's still fun. Yeah. Um, for example, like Apex Legends. Yeah. Have you ever played Apex Legends? Um, I feel it's a little bit more complex. It's majorly complex. you. It's majorly complex. You you get to pick different characters. And each character has different abilities. Pros and cons, yeah. So, um, and they force you to play in duos or trios. You can't play solos. Yeah. So if you want to play, you're going to be forced to play with someone else. Like, if you don't have a friend with you, you're going to play with some random dude. Yeah. And if they think you suck, they're going to bail on you. Yeah. Um, Super, I remember playing um, Counter-Strike. I remember playing Counter Strike on the original Xbox. <laughs> yeah, Counter Strike. It's still ongoing. Yeah, Counter Strike. And I, I, I was trying my best. I had just started, and I'm like, "How the fuck am I supposed to get better, guys? You keep fucking kicking me out of these fucking games. How the fuck am I supposed to get better at this game? You know? Yeah. And then Counter Strike, I've been playing. I've been, it's an like you said, it's an ongoing thing. Uh, how how am I supposed to be playing with you guys if you're not letting me play with you? And it was first that was on the Xbox. Um, I know it was a PC game. Yeah. But when they released on the Xbox, I was playing it on the Xbox. Man, I got no fight. I just... It's nah, Counter-Strike is one of those games where some dudes are super loyal to that game. Yeah. Like, they've sure. been playing it for years and yeah. years. And, I mean, I guess if they don't if they don't like you, <laughs> they're going to kick you. Dude, they'll fucking school you, man. But it's yeah. like... But then again, it's like, well, let me learn way... Let me fucking try. Yeah, to like learn. there was there was a starting point for them. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, let me learn how to play with you, man. Man, but I can tell you what, man. The, for me, in terms of some of the more modern, and I would say within the last ten years, I, I guess you could say, the best m- multiplayer experience that I ever had was with uh, Metal Gear Metal Gear Solid Four, the Metal Gear Online, is it MGO MGO Three? I think it was Metal Gear Online Three. Because they, they had started on Snake Eater. Yeah, yeah. And they did it on another... They did it on another game. I'm not too familiar if it was like a... You know how they do like the subsistence or they do like yeah, shit like that? You like know substance, I mean? subsistence. Yeah. There was another one. And then they did it, I believe, for Metal Gear Solid 4 for the PS3. The multiplayer on that was incredible. Um, yeah. my, one of my homies, Luis, we were... Uh, at least Alamos, man. We would play for fucking hours, dude. We would play hours, and we will. It was amazing. I think that was the best pure multiplayer experience out there. Yeah, you could make back when you could make your own rooms 
when it was like levels oh you could only be level one through ten playing in this in this room yeah your own own, Um, yeah yeah i get that you know it was snipers only or you could say pistols only and it was uh and these specific levels only the the fan favorites let's say yeah and so it was cycled through cycled through cycled through and it was badass because you could even pick two out of three matches or you know you could pick whatever you wanted on a lot of those matches those to me that's the 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 best of the best in terms of uh multiplayer online yeah, it reminded me of Halo in a little bit, but it was third player, third person perspective. Yeah, and just the sheer amount of things that you can get, the weapons and stuff like that that were available to you. Yeah, um, dude. and I loved it because it was so different, dude. It was so different. Actually, mm-hmm. I'll say this: now that you brought up Metal Gear, mm-hmm. Metal Gear Solid for the PS One, all the way to. Uh, I mean, I guess I'll say, I guess I'll say, like all Metal Gear, the Metal Gear games starting from the, from that Metal Gear Solid, what came out, what 95, 96, 1995? 96 or ninety seven, yeah. Yeah, uh, Metal Gear Solid for the PlayStation One. After that, dude, my favorite series of games. Yeah. My favorite series of games, um, Metal Gear Solid Two, Sons of Liberty. Uh, Snake Eater, Guns of the yeah. Patriots, yeah. even the Phantom Pain. Yeah. Even the Phantom Pain. Yeah. Uh, even though I kind of put that one in a lower tier compared to the I other would ones. too, only because. Excuse me. I'm drinking those seconds here, guys. Sorry. <laughs> um, the only reason I would put it in a lower tier is because they forced you to look after your base. Yeah. If they didn't force you to look after your base, if there was like an auto, like, Something an auto feature where it like could take care of your base for you, whatever. That game would be so much better. I mean, I know the uh, it was a great idea, mm-hmm. but I feel like they just wasn't too. Um, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't immerse myself in that aspect. Yeah, of it. like he, I'll be honest with you. The reason also I didn't really fully embrace it was because it was Kiefer. Yeah. On um, a snake. Yeah, and uh, I was a hater. Yeah, and, and I was a little disappointed in that. Yeah, um, it's like ill. It's rotten. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want to hear that shit? Yeah, you know, I don't want to hear him. You know, Kiefer Sutherland. You know, yeah. You just want if we are gonna hear him, it's gonna be in the Lost Boys, dude. You know. <laughs> yeah, but I'll say this, and hopefully we could talk about it. We, I'm sure we will talk about this in uh, future episodes. Is yeah. uh, Metal Gear Solid is. Probably one of the best series of games. Oh, the uh, gameplay wise and story franchise wise. for yeah. sure. Franchise. Now, did you ever get a chance to play on the NES on the Nintendo? I did only play the first one. I never played Snake's Revenge. I don't really. Okay. I don't think Snake's Revenge is super tied into the story. I don't think so. I think that one was just made just yeah. to be made, but it's yeah. not. It's not part of like the whole canon type nah. storyline. No, 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 but. The the first Metal Gear to me was like one of the coolest things ever because it was kind of like an open world but kind of not because you just move from one screen to the next from yeah. one screen to the next so it was kind of open world in that regard it was kind of an open world game but you're able to like I love how like it's just like <laughs> here you go figure this shit out yeah they say nothing <laughs> they tell you nothing <laughs> you're like. You're like punching walls, pat, 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 try to, and it'll open a wall or something, yeah. or like a secret wall, or you're like, 
you have to like rescue fucking uh, prisoners, and you get more stars. Uh, like your level goes up as you rescue more yeah, yeah, prisoners yeah. and shit like that. It's pretty cool. The whole cards, the idea of getting cards to open different doors, I thought was like the fucking coolest idea ever. You know, because you can't. It's like, well, can't open this door. You gotta, you gotta go find the fucking key. And yeah. then you, you just go and figure out where the fuck didn't I go or where, you know. And it's pretty cool, man. Just the idea. The music was badass. Yeah. The boss battles were badass. The the the, the songs for the bosses. <laughs> um, just everything about that game to me I loved. And I kind of miss simplicity of that, I think. Yeah. The thing about that is, like, how are you supposed to play? How do you supposed to be, like, uh, Metal Gear is based on like sneaking around and stuff yeah. like that. How are you supposed to sneak around in an NES game like that where they tell you nothing? <laughs> yeah. As soon as you come out, I right, hear Yeah. You're like, oh shit, some guy saw me. Yeah. And then you just like, you look around and you're like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to have to kill this fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> pat, 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 you just like punch him or. Yeah. Punch him. Or the dogs there yeah. too. There was dogs and stuff like that. But, yeah. you know, we'll, we'll get to that in a later episode of Metal Gear series. Yeah. Sure, um, I think that's a great, one of the greatest franchises. Of I all think time so too. Sure. It's, I can't stress it enough. Yeah, that it's one of my favorites. Definitely top five, if not my number one. Yeah. Um, and that you know stuff like Castlevania. Right. Castlevania has a crazy story to it. Uh, now that you mentioned like the whole thing, like they tell you nothing. Simon's Quest, yeah. Castlevania Two, Simon's Quest. They tell you nothing, and yet you're supposed to find these hidden deals, like, and you certain, yeah, yeah, certain things you can only do at the night in nighttime, and you don't know that. Yeah, how the fuck are you supposed to figure any of that shit out? <laughs> yeah. Like, you yeah. hit this thing, you hit it, or whatever, or you do something a certain way, and yeah. you're supposed to be able to. Yeah, it make no sense, and I know I think up until was it Nintendo Power was probably doing stuff. Nintendo Power they man. released stuff again. The in the issues they released a lot of like the little guides on how to fucking figure shit out like that was pretty cool man like yeah i took pride though in, in trying to figure shit out without it yeah definitely um i know i think um i think probably one of the the, the first games that i don't want to say that i figured out by myself because i didn't necessarily because i think i know my older brother was playing final fantasy so when he was playing final fantasy for the nes i was just paying attention just watching yeah I'm just watching. What is this guy doing? What the fuck is he doing? Like, I didn't know what the fuck the game was about. Yeah. I was just watching, and 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 I eventually learned like, uh, this works with that. These kind of spells work with this. These kind of characters have, you know, pros and cons, and that kind of deal. And I remember I made my first, uh, my first um, team. I guess my first group, <laughs> my first play, was supposed to be super like like it just you're not supposed to be able to win <laughs> you're, yeah. not, you're not supposed to be able to play good or get far in the first final fantasy for the nes and a lot of you you guys know if you've ever played the final fantasy for the nes <clears throat> you're basically given like four or five character classes and each one can only do certain things right and so what i remember what i did is I had two fighters, a red mage and a black mage, and I remember just by that alone, I was like, "Dude, you're not gonna get very far because you just have a lot of uh, 
chingazo power, but no fucking, <laughs> yeah. you know, hitting power, but there ain't no magic power going on. Especially because there's no white mage there because you have a red mage who only does a little bit of black magic and a little bit of white magic, right? Super nerdy, but that's what we're all about, right? And so what was funny is like, I made it, I killed it, I did everything. I went all the way to the end and I fucking won and I, and I, and I was able to beat. And so ever since then, I was like, huh, I'm going to start using different variations, different yeah, characters, yeah, 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 different yeah. characters. And, you know, I did all three fighters and then one black mage and that shit did not fucking work at all. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't work at all. Once you start getting into bosses and shit like that, no way. That, it just doesn't fucking work. But the Final Fantasy series is, again, another great series uh, that I love to explore and play every once in a while. Um, especially now because there are not to me a lot of cool RPGs that are new that kind of um, really speak to me simply because and I'll say this about the new Final Fantasy 7 the remake it's about it's live action in terms of it's not turn based yeah and I yeah. love turn based RPGs I love turn based you know what I mean so I, I like RPGs too but like Initially, the original Final Fantasy VII was turn-based. Yeah, yeah. And then once they recreate it, and it's not that. It kind of takes away the essence of what the game was. In my opinion. In my opinion. I say so, too. I mean, a lot of people told me it's better. I know Gonzo was balls out. He was telling Gonzo was telling me he he fucking loved it. And I and I don't I don't um I believe him. Yeah. So I don't I don't I know I trust his his judgment on it, but. You know, but will I enjoy it? Like, will we enjoy it? Yeah, if, so you know. here's the thing. Here's another thing for me, too. Um, w- one of the games that I played really young, I think I was like, uh, came out in 1997. How old was I like? Uh, uh, 10? I was like 10 years old. Okay. In 1997. Um, Resident Evil 2 came out. Okay. Uh, I bought it. Uh, I went to Target, and I bought it. Well, I didn't buy it. My dad bought it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I had. I didn't know how to play this game. Tank controls. Oh yeah. Tank controls. Fucking tank controls, if, man. Here's the thing: if you could play a game in tank controls, a survival horror game, no right, less. Right. Right. You could play a ton of other games. You could play yeah. anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's... I mean, theoretically, I mean, yeah, you're right. Yeah, because tank controls, like, a lot of people hate them. Yeah. You know, you're standing there. You literally got to turn 180 degrees and then run. You know, you got to... You stand in, like, one place. And if you want to run in a certain direction, you got to, like, turn yourself and then run. Yeah. Stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, the camera angles. You couldn't move them. You couldn't move they were the camera. Set. They were it was set in that place. was the set camera, so you yeah. couldn't tell if there was something behind a desk. That sometimes you would find things yeah. that were hidden, like just behind a <clears> desk. Or if there was something in front of you, you couldn't even see it. Yeah, you couldn't see it. So if you went into the next room, there could have been a zombie there ready to attack you. Yeah, you're walking into it. Yeah, it was a. It was a. Yeah. So what I what I liked, I was obviously a kid, but I learned how to play this game, mm-hmm. and now I'm like. They remade it, yeah. the remake for yeah. Resident Evil 2, which is a great game. 
which is a great game. They, but it's the updated gameplay. Yeah, it's like, you know, it's not tank controls. It's um, uh, what is it? Uh, third person yeah. type thing over yeah. the shoulder. Yes. Shooting yeah. and the graphics are great. The gore is great. The story's still great. It's because they follow the same story, obviously. But a part of me wanted them to put in a version that was tank controls. Yeah. I wonder if you can. I wonder if the options, if, if they give I, you them. No, nah, I don't think so. No? Nah. But uh, if they would have inserted that, like, hey, if you want to play the game with tank controls, yeah. you could switch it. And... Then from there I would have been like hell yeah this is old school now yeah because but with modern shit yeah, yeah no one no one does tank controls anymore right no one does tank controls anymore it was uh, Resident Evil it was uh, Dino Crisis Silent it Hill. was Silent Hill yeah. you know but what I thought in those types of games was that that's what brought out the I guess uh, survival horror in it the was difficulty <laughs> yeah was that you didn't know what was in front of you yeah. until you moved into that yeah. room and type it was of thing. kind of kind of too late by that point yeah you know what sorry i have i have a funny story to tell about um the, the first resident evil mm-hmm. but i i gotta go pee 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 time yeah all right so we're back well i'm back <laughs> so okay so check it out so this was 95, 95, 90, probably 96. The PlayStation 1 comes out. We're at um, Blockbuster Video. Yeah. They allowed us to rent the system because so, we, yeah, we yeah. hadn't bought one. Okay. So we bought, we rented it. Um, it was pretty cool. You paid like, it was like, I don't know, 15, 20 bucks uh for like a few days, you had to leave a hundred dollar deposit. I don't know. You had to leave a deposit, whatever. <laughs> yeah. It was a fucking pain in the ass. And yeah. I'm so thankful that my dad did this for us. Cause I, I didn't really realize how much of a fucking hassle it was, uh, up until now. And so I know Larry, my brother, uh, which will probably talk a lot about him and that, cause he's being the older brother, you know, player one. And I was always player two. And, uh, <laughs> so we, we end up renting, the system we end up renting the ps1 we're playing it and we end up getting resident evil one so we're playing not realizing that you need a memory card yeah dude so we're this is the first time this is the first time this is the first time so keep in mind all people you know you're probably yelling at us or saying dumb shit don't be fucking stupid man like of course you need a memory card well we didn't know at that time, okay? It wasn't internal and battery like in a lot of Super NES, Nintendo, Sega games. Yeah. It was already built in. So we didn't know that. Anyways, shit, even I think even some N64 games had internal, uh, uh, didn't they? Some of them did. Yeah. Not all. Yeah. You still needed a memory card for yeah. the N64. Yeah, or maybe even, yeah. So, so, what, <laughs> so what would happen is, so this is what would happen. He'd get so far. He would get so far into the game. And he was like, okay, pay attention, Way, Pay attention to what I'm doing. And I'm like, okay. And it's like, he would fucking die. And he's like, all right, fucker. You're going to play the whole game and bring me up until this point. 
and then I'm gonna take over. <laughs> and I was like, ah, oh, fuck! I don't know what the fuck I even what you did. I wasn't paying attention. So I'm over here like a dumbass, and he's like telling me what to do, whatever. And then once I got to that certain point, boom, he was like, here, give me the controllers. And so yeah, he would start playing or whatever. That didn't work out very well because I sucked. And again, I was used to just the front and back, and I wasn't used to 3D shit and, and stuff like that at that time. So fucking weird holding that controller for the first time, the PS1 controller. Yeah. You know, before there was any the analogs. analog, anything like that. It was so fucking crazy. I remember playing like games like Wipeout and, and just like weird games like that, Crash Bandicoot and stuff like that. But um, it was interesting to play Resident Evil, and then we didn't have a memory card. That shit was fucking wild, man. Anyways, we got through it. Uh, it took a while, but we got through it and we fucking beat it. Yeah. With no fucking memory card. Yeah, either. dude. But That's... I do not recommend that to anybody. No, dude. Actually, I have, I have somewhat of a similar story to that. Yeah. Um, And we were just talking about this game, Final Fantasy VII. Uh, I got Final Fantasy VII for the PS1, which I think comes with four discs. Three. Yeah. Three. Three discs. So, um, me, I didn't have a memory card. Oh, shit. Um, oh, shit. Are you serious? Yeah, dude. So, it was that type of thing where I got through the first disc all the way through. And the first disc in, ex- in itself was like good. Um, I, I, I don't know. It was a long ago. I'd say like a good four-hour play, five no. hours, more, eight. No, I think the first disc is... Maybe 20 hours, 20, 30 hours. I don't know, man. It's, it's, a, it's a long, <laughs> it's, a, it's the, I think it's one of the longest plays. Yeah. So the first disc, I got through that one without a memory card. <laughs> so I played it all the way through without turning off the PS1. Holy shit. Yeah. Dude. So I, you, I got to the PS1 turned on. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, Holy when I, when shit. I, so, so, hold on. so you were aware that you needed a, I I wasn't aware until I finished it. Okay. And then it tells you that you have to take the disc. Oh, to switch. You know, but I I don't know. It's not like how it is now or or maybe I was just dumb where you just take out the disc and then you just put in the new one. Yeah, so you open it. Yeah, you just pop open open it it and then put... The new disc game. Yeah, right? so me, I wasn't aware, and I was like, how do I do this? <laughs> like, I don't have a memory card. Like, how am I supposed to save my my deal now? Yeah. So I felt that I just couldn't even keep going. Right. I couldn't keep going because I thought I had to turn it off and then switch the disc, but I didn't know that you could just, like, pop open the deal and then just switch out the disc, right? Yeah. So I ended it there. <laughs> I was like, damn, like I can't even play the rest of the game because I don't even have a memory card. <laughs> and it turns out my one of my older brothers, uh, he ended up selling the game behind my back. Oh, <laughs> shit. And uh, I never finished it. Oh, oh, oh. I never finished it. Uh, still to this day. Still to this day. I've never, oh, I never shit. finished Final Fantasy VII. But I have some good news for you. The PS4 has Final Fantasy VII, not the remake. The PS1 version. The PS1 version. I'm down. Excuse me. So you can play it. And I'm it's, down. I think it's like 14 bucks or some shit. Uh, it's, it's still worth it, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's still it's worth it. It's worth it. If, yeah. you, if, you, if you 
play your cards right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you play... <laughs> what is it? Uh, if you play your cards right, you live to tell about it. I forgot. <laughs> but uh, you, you win some, you lose some, but you live to fight another day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, you'd be able to... It's over 100 hours too easy, though. Yeah. If you, pl- if you grind it, if you grind and you play the way... First of all, the idea of collecting... Um, all the idea of collecting all the materia and and leveling up the materia yeah yeah that shit's amazing in itself yeah and then if you're able to fully accomplish and actually get the knights of the round table the that spell yeah it takes a long ass time to finish by the way it's the it's the it's the longest and the the most damage dealing call <laughs> spell in the whole game probably in all of Final Fantasy series. Yeah. It takes a long ass time. So you, you can probably put it on and then go fucking go make a sandwich and do all kinds of shit. Go take a shit. And then you can come back and the spell is probably still going, dude. For real. Yeah, man. Yeah, dude, it's it fucking matter. intense, dude. Dang. Yeah. It's pretty cool though. Damn. But let me ask you, what are what are some of your favorite games? Well, we won't get too in depth, but what are some key games that that you had growing up throughout the entire years. What are some of those? Um, okay, so it's quite a bit, but I'm not gonna like really get into detail about all of them. I would say <clears throat> I think some of the games that really um, changed me or really kind of made a difference in my life. Right. Obviously, you have uh, Final Fantasy for the Nintendo. Uh, I remember playing just uh, Super Mario, right, for the Nintendo. Yeah, I like that one a lot because, in a lot as 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 a generic answer as it is, I liked it because it's like you're you're counting your your the 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 coordination on that is fucking hard, man. Yeah, and it was difficult for me, but I I, I enjoyed playing that. But it wasn't until Part Two that I really enjoyed it. Super Mario Two obviously had nothing to do with any of the Mario's in the Mario series. It was actually Doki uh, Doki something yeah, Panic or something like that. Yeah, it was some other some other fucking uh, Japan yeah. Japanese game, but they released it as Super Mario Two. That was probably by far and still is to this day my favorite Super Mario game of all time. It's cool. Part it's cool. two. Yeah, I love the idea that you can change characters. I love the idea that I mean I always pick Toadstool no matter what, dude. He's <laughs> the quickest little fucker, and, and he picked shit up fast, and you know he couldn't jump high, but it didn't matter. It was cool, man. He, he was like, and it said something about the character too. Like he just he tries hard, you know what I mean? Like he's a hard worker. <laughs> and he got the job done. But I just love that, and, and it's like figuring out the little level, the the warping system on that one. It was yeah. pretty cool. <clears throat> so Super Mario uh, Two was one of the first major major games that kind of made yeah, yeah. my life. Definitely Metal Gear uh, for the Nintendo because that one was. Like I said, they just left you to your own devices. You're trying to figure out the game or whatever the fuck is going on. The huge one that I think still to this day I play because I bought the Konami, uh, the Contra anniversary, whatever, oh, yeah. you know, uh, and I love playing Contra. It's great. It's it's one of those games where you just keep playing it for, you know, you know. at that time I was like, this game's so fucking hard, man. And yeah. you're just playing it, but you're just learning it. 
But I would beat it. I would beat it all the time. And it's still to this day, I always fucking beat it. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, a, it's a game that's even without the Konami code. The infamous Konami yeah, code. The Konami code. I'm not using the Konami code on that. Uh, uh, do you have it memorized? Um, it's up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, select, start. Yeah, pretty Something much. Something like or that. B, A, <laughs> or B, A, start. B, A. Maybe the B, A. Maybe those might be swapped. B, A, start. B, A, select, start. Something like that. Yeah. Something like but that. But it's definitely up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, B, A, start, or A, B, start. Yeah, one of something those. like one that. Of those. It's, it's, we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. But because of that, that it, it was one of those games, this Konami, uh, that I liked was Life Force. Life Force, by far, is my fucking, like, dude, that's my top bit shooter. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people like Gradius or Gradius, however you want to pronounce it. Yeah. I say Gradius, I think. John Riggs says Gradius. If you know John Riggs from the yeah yeah his YouTube, channel yeah yeah his YouTube Ninja channel. Gaiden Ninja Gaiden yeah yeah uh, yeah yeah I say, I say I say I say Gradius Gradius I'm sorry um, Life Force is easily one of my favorite games of all time uh, remember I was uh, uh, it's called it's it's called it's Salamander in in the Japanese yeah. version it's Salamander but I really love this one just the idea it almost it's, it's like you're like inside someone's fucking body. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just the idea of and and but I just love that whole thing that they they do in in Gradius, where it's like option, lasers, force field. You know the whole fucking thing. I think that's whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fucking badass. So I I know, for sure, Life Force is one of my favorite ones, and the one game that I cannot stop talking about. I think we might have hinted or talked about in the past. On the metal podcast was uh, Jeremite. <laughs> Jeremite was so fucking cool, dude. Because Jeremite is totally a two players uh, type of game. It has to be co op uh, unless you have was a Robo was a, the robot. Rob the robot. Rob the robot. Um, but shit, man, having two people play it. One person moves the pipes up and down the other person moves a little dorky scientist left and right yeah yeah and you just have to get through the level without dying <laughs> and i love it because there's little fucking little weird ass alligator alien looking creatures trying to fucking yeah, kill yeah, yeah. you and you could like drop shit i think you drop they, they start eating like carrots or they start eating some weird vegetable yeah and you could walk by them when they're eating and your partner's like, all right, I'm going to fucking lower the... It's, it's It was like red and blue, the pipes. Yeah, the pipes. The pipes were red and blue and like... Like you were just lower them. It was fucking great, dude. <laughs> it's just super like... You got to have a lot of trust in your homie. To fucking yeah, yeah. I love it's it. like, the motherfucker, you'll be player two. Yeah. But, you better... <laughs> <laughs> but he better be hitting a heart pipe hitting motherfucker on this one, right? So uh, it's censored for, for you guys. But uh, I think it's one of the, definitely one of the best games. Uh, obviously, for for me, Nintendo was. Um, I had a lot of great memories for with NES. Yeah. Obviously, there's the the infamous Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Mm-hmm. Undoubtedly, there's uh, Tecmo Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, there's games like that. There's games like Wizards and Warriors. Uh, there's a lot of different games that for me really hit hard, and I remember still to it actually still play to this day. Mm-hmm. I have the. I'm not a collector. So that's one thing that I want to say is I am not a collector. A lot of people out there, you know, you have Metal Jesus, you have the immortal Jen Hancock, John Hancock. Yeah. 
the you know they have all those dudes who have for whatever reason they have some sort of money that they can throw around and they can have collections um for me i'm up um, on my my desktop over here i can emulate everything i have everything uh for the nes super nes for the sega I think, yeah. I think one of the best games to me that had ever come out for the Super NES, and it, was, it, was, it came with your Super NES, was Super Mario World, dude. Yeah, dude. Like, you can't go wrong with that, because it's yeah. just such a fucking... First of all, it's fucking hard. And just being able to find the secrets. Yeah, dude. And it's, it's a awesome. great game. Yeah, it's a great it's, game. It's, it, yeah. Dude, perfect. One of the most... One of the most perfect games ever made. Yeah, yeah. Think about I agree it. with that. It's yeah. just simply just fucking perfect. There, there's anything wrong with that game. Um, one of the other games that made a huge impact in my life was there's two actually. They're fighters, and I'm not a really big into the fighters right now, but Mortal Kombat, man. And, and when that came out, dude, that was a fucking big deal, dude. When Mortal Hell Kombat yeah. came out, it was a huge fucking deal. In fact, it, it was so such a big deal that when I would play it, we would probably play it on the fucking Sega just for the, the, the blood cheat code so that the sweat was red instead of fucking like yellow. Yeah, yeah. You know? The way they changed it. Yeah, they like, changed it so that it was like blood instead. Yeah. What, yeah. What's that code? Do you remember that code? No, I don't know. It was Abacab. <laughs> oh, no shit. It yeah. was. Yeah, it was Abacab. A, B, B, A, C. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember. Yeah, and then you had like the fucking the simplicity of the fatalities back then. Yeah. Is it down, down, up, or up, down, down? Or yeah, whatever. it's super for, easy. For, like, Scorpion. Scorpion was my boy. He's always my boy. He's always going to be my boy, man. <laughs> but I remember tripping balls when he was like, why is he not in Mortal Kombat 3? Right? Like, oh, yeah. He wasn't. And I was like, that was fucking stupid. Why did he leave his ass out? And, you know, they made Ultimate, you know, which was like, all right, all right. Yeah, right, Ultimate Mortal Kombat thanks. 3 and they thanks. brought him in. Thanks. But, I mean, in Mortal Kombat 3, I was using Cabal. That was my boy. Yeah, Cabal's a good yeah. Cabal and Noob Saibot. Yeah. yeah. Wait, oh, yeah. was he in the Mortal Kombat 3 or Ultimate? I think he was an Ultimate. Yeah. It was an Ultimate. Uh, but, and then Street Fighter, when Street Fighter 2 came out for the Super NES, man, that was a fucking big deal. Yeah. It was a very difficult, very difficult game to get, uh, to even acquire, to even rent, to anything like that. If you, I mean, I'm not sure if people realize it, but uh, renting games was a big deal back at that same time. Yeah. Right? That, during the early 90s and the, and uh, late eighties, renting games was like you couldn't afford it sometimes, so you just had to rent them out. But yeah. they were hard to get. People yeah. had them. I remember I was like, "Man, uh, we the, the my first experience trading games. One of our neighbors from like down the street came by, and he was like, "Hey, I have he had Mega Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, "I'll trade you some games. Uh, I'll trade this game for another game. And then once you beat it, and once I beat." We'll, we'll switch yeah 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 and so we just kept doing that we yeah we just kept doing that and he was man like this guy had such he had a lot of good games yeah. dude. and he was only like maybe five or six houses down dude this yeah, is pretty dude. cool and what the crazy thing about that is now that you mention it is that that was a thing back then I guess um hey I have these games you want to borrow a game let me see what you have Right. Uh, and then once I complete it, I'll return it, and then I'll pick out another game of yours and stuff like that. You know, yeah. similar stories as to what you're telling me, and this specific one that's engraved in my head. Uh, there was this kid right down the street. I had a Sega Genesis. He had a Sega Genesis, and he'd come over and be like, "Yo, what games do you have?" 
Like, oh, I have these. He's like, oh, I've never played this one. You want to check out the games that I have? He's like, yeah, 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 let me check them out. All right, if you let me borrow this one for a couple days, I'll let you borrow this one. And then once I'm done, I'll return it to you. Stuff like that. One specific time, he had this game. Well, he had the Punisher. Oh, shit. On the Sega Genesis. Yeah. And uh, I played it and everything, and I completed it. Stuff like that. Uh, and then years pass, years pass. Like, you know, people move on. People move out. Uh, and then you don't see him ever again. And right. then, like, every now and then you see him because he's maybe his grandma lives in the neighborhood still or something. Right. Now, to this day, that Punisher game is worth 100 bucks. The one that you have. Not that I have, the one that he had. Oh, shit. And I'm like, dang. <laughs> hey, do you still have your single Genesis, man? <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like, damn, dude, I played that game and now it's like a $100 game. Yeah. In box with the Sega Genesis case, easily, easily 200 bucks. Damn. Super crazy. Yeah. Like, just crazy just how things were just yeah. so natural back then. Yeah. And uh, going, That's true. going to Blockbuster, Hollywood Video, even the local video spots. Amigo Video. Amigo Amigo Video here in El Paso and yeah. Castle Video. Yeah. Stuff like that. Fucking Castle Video. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they had a porn section. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They had, they had a little porn section like around the counter type thing. Yeah. Um, And you'd go rent games. You'd go rent games and you'd go rent movies. Yeah. Friday nights. You'd yeah, go rent yeah. movies. Bringing back that nostalgia type stuff. Yeah, like, dude. Bringing back movies, uh, you'd go into the horror <clears throat> movie section. Yeah. I don't know what that was. <laughs> That's some paranormal it's a, stuff. <laughs> it's, a, it's a paranormal be- uh, beer cap. Dude, that beer cap just popped up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For people that are listening right now, I was just talking. You heard this, it. <laughs> this, this beer cap just popped off a random beer. So, uh,. I don't know, man. Let's continue with the story. <laughs> you know, um, well, you know, stuff like that. Like, I mean, uh, going to rent games, games that you didn't know about, yeah. movies that you didn't know about. You just go and you went based off of the cover yeah. of a movie and then you'd read yeah. the description in the back. Yeah. So, you know, okay. So this whole idea of, of renting games and not knowing what you're going to get. I remember for a long time, um, uh, from my teen years all the way till uh, I don't know to my twenties. At one point, I'm 37 right now, and you know you buy some. You, I would be like, all right, I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go buy some CDs. I'm gonna go buy some heavy metal CDs, fucking you know whatever I can find. And you're like, I don't know what the fuck this is, but I'm gonna fucking buy it because it looks badass and yeah. it's like a. Sometimes you got duds, sometimes you got studs. And it just, you just didn't know what you were going to fucking get. You know what I mean? I remember buying a lot of different heavy metal albums like that. And that I didn't know what it was. It just like, yeah. cool. oddly enough, now I can kind of tell what the fuck kind of music it's going to be just based off of it. Cause I've been listening to that music for so long. Yeah. So it's kind of weird, but it's the same in that same way. Like, I'll be honest with you. Now it's, it's still like very unpredictable with, Video games, you don't know what the fuck you're gonna get. Cause I remember, like, even now, like, let's say for example, the PS4, the PSN. There's some games, man, the cover looks killer, and it's like, 
this isn't the same game. This is <laughs> man. We're making fun of Mega Man, dude. Remember the cover art for Mega Man? Dude? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, looks so stu- he has a handgun. Yeah, he's wearing like a little blaster gun. Like yeah. he has it. This is not phone shooting from his arm. Yeah, it's not an arm cannon. That's a fucking handgun. Yeah, yeah, for real. I mean, <laughs> uh, like back in the day, like things were just not as accessible as the way they are now. You'd pick up a a Game Pro magazine or Electronic Gaming and Electronics Boutique, and the Electronics Boutique, like the the store. You know, you'd go and you're just like. Well, there's a ton of movies here, and there's a ton of games here. Yeah. I know about 10% of these games, but I'm just going to go based off of the one that looks yeah. cool. And it was either a hit or a miss. Yeah. Is it a hit or a miss? Yeah, and more often than not, it was a miss. Yeah. yeah. More often. I think it's, one of the, the coolest things, though, is like trading Right, trading, yeah. trading with people, and that was a way to yeah. uh, figure out what games were cool. If you didn't like it, you could return it back to that person the next day. Yeah, and, and be like, "Ah, oh, dude, I don't like that's, this game." That's actually sucks. what happened with me. I ended up trading. I forgot what I got, um, what I traded, but I remember I traded for um, Final Fantasy three. Yeah, for the Super NES, mm-hmm. which I know everybody's like, "Well, that's Final Fantasy six, man." It's Final Fantasy Six, but no, shut the fuck up. It's Final Fantasy Three. <laughs> That's what we got here. Was Final Fantasy fucking Three, with Terra and Sabin, Sabine, you know, Cayenne, Cyan, whatever yeah, yeah, the fuck yeah. his name is, Gambit, the guy Gambit. I call him Gambit. Setzer, <laughs> whatever the fuck, and the airships, and I fucking love. I had never played a Final Fantasy game. Uh, the third one, that was the first time when I played yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, was just by trading a game with my homie. He lived on the other side of the block. And he was like, well, I have this one. And I'm like, yes. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I had already played part two. Yeah. You know, we were renting part two from Blockbuster. We kept renting it over and over. And I was like, oh, shit. I didn't even know that was already out. You know, yeah, like yeah, 90, yeah. It was like 95. Sure, dude. It was like 95, 96. Dude, that was a shit. And then, man, we... Fucking Chrono Trigger came out. That was fucking game dude, over, dude. Chrono Trigger was perfect. Yeah, one of, probably one of the best. RPGs. Still to this yeah. day, still holds, hands down. Yeah, yeah, hands definitely. Down. It's a fucking. It's it's one of the best. Uh, the humor, the the endings, just the way that you do everything, the, the way you play it, matters. Yeah, like you get a different ending. It's just that's cool. I didn't know that, you know, at that time, but I mean. Yeah, cool. so I mean, for people now, I mean, they have the the uh, NES Classic, the SNES Classic that has like uh, Chrono Trigger Earthbound, which is a difficult game. Well, it's an expensive game if you buy it physically, but it's available to people. It's, you know, but there's a ton of these games that when I was younger, I couldn't get a hold of them. Right. You know? Um, but that's, that was the beauty of all that stuff is that you would come across someone that had these games that you didn't know and you'd play them. Um, some of them are under the radar. Some of them, like there's a couple games that I had borrowed and, um, there's a game called general chaos. Oh yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Like little, uh, army games, stuff like that. And cool little cartoon dudes. And then you start fighting. Yeah. Do you remember, um, 
Mutant League football. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mutant fucking... League hockey. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, too. yeah. Those are cool, dude. Yeah. They were super cool. Which is the one that I just love? They had a troll. Uh, it was it was a football game, and it was uh, Jerry. I think it was Jerry Glanville's pigskin football. <laughs> I think, and it was like if you start getting your ass kicked. Or if you're beating the shit out of the other guy, you just hear troll, 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 what? troll, troll, and and that's like, you, and then you see this guy who's a fucking troll. He's all badass and fucking. Um, he like runs over everybody, and he just keeps scoring touchdowns, and he just keeps scoring touchdowns, and it's like, it was a cheap ass catch up mode, dude, <laughs> that you couldn't fucking beat sometimes, and I hated it, dude. But once you heard that shit, dude, you're there. If you're beating them, they're gonna catch up to you. Like yeah, the game yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, no, mommy is really. What's the whole point then? Yeah, no, I've never, I've never played that. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I gotta look that one up. Yeah, check it out. It's called Jerry Glanville's Pigskin Football. Yeah, yeah. And then you know, obviously, minor league hockey. También they had football. The yeah, hockey one. the hockey one was cool. Yeah, but uh, I guess it's my turn to go PB. <laughs> All right, cool. PP break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Damn, so I'm back from that PP break. Yeah, baby. <laughs> All right, so, um, you know, speaking of uh, mutant league football, mutants, and talking about like, video stores, blockbuster, Hollywood videos, right. stuff. You remember the horror movie section at the oh, video store? <laughs> dude, the VHS. Dude, that shit was supreme, dude. Like, yeah. Just uh man, the art, the cover art, dude. Dude, no way. What's crazy is that you go into the horror movie section and then you'd see like tons of different like images on these horror movies and you're like, "What is that?" Yeah. You know, like you didn't you didn't know what it was cuz <laughs> you know, like horror movies in itself like a lot of them always feel like under the radar. Right. And especially, like, being at a younger age, like, no, you didn't know. Yeah. So when you'd hit up the horror movie section, it was just like, oh, shit. Like, you knew Friday the 13th and The Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Of course you knew those, Yeah, right? those were... But then you'd go yeah. in there and you'd see, like, completely different movies. <laughs> yeah, you would, yeah. <laughs> you'd see, like, completely different things. And then some of them were just, like, gory as hell. Some of them were just, like, super cheesy. Some yeah. of them were just, like... But, like, as we were talking about video games, some of these are just hit or miss. Yeah, I think with with that, I remember going to places like Amigo Video and stuff like that. And then they, they actually had sections with, like, Faces of Death. And they had oh, yeah. Traces of Death. Then they had all that, which was somehow related to, uh, it was like, Nuclear Blast Records or some shit like that. I forgot which one it was. <laughs> so they had a soundtrack. They had a soundtrack to Nuclear Blast, which is pretty cool, man. So, uh, But it was interesting is, like, like you had, I, I felt like such a fucking, literally like a kid in the candy store. Because you had all these cool horror movies just hanging out there and just there. And it was like, fuck, what am I going to, what am I going to, because you had to figure out. You're asking your homies, you're asking your homies during the week, and like, hey, man, like, you know. They will tell you this is the movie that I liked or this is the movie that I saw. Yeah, yeah. And that. And you're, so you'd have stuff already in your head, you know, from people that you heard and 
if you're like for me for example my sister Laura she would show me movies so sometimes she would be the one who rent them for me yeah or she would or we'd go together because we're both into horror movies and stuff like that so uh, she introduced me to a lot of cool different horror movies and I as funny as it sounds I am eternally grateful to her because it's like I'm not a fucking uh, a weenie when it comes to yeah. like watching horror movies. Yeah, yeah. I know there's some people who are like, oh, no, I can't watch this. Or no, I'm not cool enough, you know. And it's like, ah, shut up. Wait, just just <laughs> fucking watch it. <laughs> I, you know, there's there's just some people who are just, it just doesn't, it just, they just can't watch them for whatever reason. You know? yeah, I remember yeah. watching, um, I guess as a kid, that, that, that scared the shit out of me probably was the first Poltergeist. Oh, for real. Uh, but I think it was just like the scenes that like, he's turning off his face. Oh, yeah, and, in the mirror. In the mirror. And just a lot of the little, little scenes like that. The fucking piece of is it the pork chop or the steak that has all these maggots coming oh, yeah, out of yeah. it. And, and just little things like that. And then as I got older, I was like, these are fucking great. You know, like I started enjoying that. I love The Exorcist. Um, I kind of do feel, though, it might be the ultimate horror movie i think the exorcist yeah i think think it might be i know there's other movies that are scary yeah but i feel like in terms of the story and 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 how things happen and how the story progresses and the way you see regan progress uh, and, and how she see her get worse yeah and and there's actually a story of how that happened and why it happened it's pretty cool. I like seeing that. But, I mean, the, the practical effects that they had on her. Yeah. You know, it's it's to me, it's one of the ultimate ones. But if I'm going to say, like, the best horror movie of all time, for me, it would probably be Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah. Uh, I think, hands down, would be the, one of the most iconic and the most in-your-face. Yeah, yeah. There's uh, something very, there's a very visceral... In the way Leatherface and the way he approaches his victims and the way he gets them. And we talked about the hammer scene, dude. Yeah, yeah. I think we'll get more in depth in that yeah. a little yeah. later and stuff like that. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, what are, I mean, for me, me for example, like a ton of horror movies that I enjoy, um, besides like the obvious ones, uh, uh, like the Friday the 13th ones and Nightmare on Elm Street, the Halloween ones, because I feel like those are a given. Those are staples. Those are the staples, for sure. I know, for sure we like those. But Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, go for it. Let's explore, let's explore some of the ones that are a little bit, that could, I guess could be seen or taken outside of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, we've, we've talked about them before, but we'll touch base a little bit on them. Um, Dead Alive. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, Dead Alive for sure. Peter Jackson, guys. Uh, Peter Jackson. Um, Return of the Living Dead. Return of the Living Dead. Return of the Living Dead. Um, had a lot of gore in that. It was super great movie. Comical, but it's fun. Yeah, like it's it's uh it's they gave the zombies a personality. Yeah, said more paramedics. Yeah, said (laughs) more paramedics, and they like ambush them. You know, said more cops. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and that one little midget. <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. one that fucking trip slipped. Yeah, yeah. Falls on his ass. That shit was funny, dude. So, you know, they add more comedic <laughs> stuff in there. Um, Evil Dead. I'm. Mm. The girl that was nude. 
Oh yeah, in the cemetery. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the nude scene, the, da- yeah. the dance, her fucking dance scene. Goddamn. Yeah, like, yeah. Whoa, what is this? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Evil Dead. You know, Evil Dead one. Evil Dead one was, uh, I guess, more more horror. Mm-hmm. Evil Dead two is horror, but more comedic. Yeah, I think I think uh, part two is a little bit more. More wackier. The, fle- the the story is a little bit more fleshed out in part two because yeah. it was uh, essentially it was a, a remake. Yeah. Right. It was a remake of the first one. Yeah. And um, they kind of had a bigger budget, I think. Yeah. Like, let's do, what, what can we do what we didn't do before? Yeah, and I think Sam Raimi just like made it wackier. Yeah. Which is not a bad thing. No, no, no. But all. I feel like part two and three Army of Darkness. Yeah, um, are separate from the first one because I feel like the first one was like more serious. Yeah, yeah, for sure. For the, I, I feel I still feel like the first one was kind of like the guinea pig. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got their financing off of it. They were able to finance the second one off of that, and for sure, part part one was just kind of like Sam Raimi's experimental. You know, let's see what we can yeah, get. Yeah, out of yeah, this yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And uh, you know, uh, now being in this season where we are right now. It's December. We're close to Christmas. Mm-hmm. The Christmas horror movies, uh, Black Christmas, Silent Night, Deadly Night, right. stuff like that. Like those are. I really like more modern, but I love I love Krampus. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know that idea of it don't look good for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I love that shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, you know. So um, <laughs> the horror movies are just like when you're a kid. They just kind of like hit you different. Yeah. Uh, Hellraiser, man. Hellraiser. Um, I watch them now, and yeah, and the movies are are great. Still to this day. Still to this day, like they're great. But seeing it as a kid, like seeing someone without their skin, and just seeing like muscle and blood. Yeah, it's fucking. I was like, what the fuck is this? (laughs) You know. Now I'm kind of like that Elmo in the fire, like ah, I love it, dude. I fucking love it. Yeah, like you watch it now. Bites are just like. Yeah. Turn shit off. And then like uh, where he says, Jesus wept. Oh, yeah. And he just pulled him apart. Yeah. You know, it's fucking iconic. Dude. Wild, dude. Yeah. Super crazy. But to see the, how how someone is bones and regenerates, mm-hmm. like kind of like eat him back to life. Yeah. From uh, Cannibal. Cannibal Corpse, you yeah, know. Yeah. It's like they're just regenerate. Like they they start from like, his brother, you're talking about the brother, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. like bones and it's it Frank. Yeah, yeah, and then it's uh, <laughs> muscle and blood and gooey, and then he's yeah. like getting skin, and you see parts of his face yeah. that are fully complete. Yeah, you know stuff like that. Like it's just crazy seeing yeah. that as a kid. So like I think that started really happening in part two, no? Uh, yeah, they, the, the girlfriend was. Yeah, bringing, well, I don't want to bring too much. But I mean, have you guys fucking seen this? Yeah, movie? everyone's you guys already seen, seen this. this. Come movie. on, we ain't, we ain't catering yeah. to the people that haven't seen this. Yeah. So. so basically, the girl, the the girlfriend, which is the well, the ex, actually the wife of. I forgot the name of the dude, the main guy. Uh, it's the wife of. Uh, it comes out in the first one, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's basically just bringing in, just Joe Schmoes, and feeding it to Frank. And yeah. feeding them to Frank, and so we can basically come back. 
and you start seeing him <laughs> little by little getting his, his life back and shit. And yeah. Shit. It's kind of fucking... The idea is fucking badass, dude. The like, idea is cool. This whole idea, like, even... Uh, I've, I've seen up to... Mm, I don't know. I think I've seen, like, four or five, maybe even past that. But I know they... They've done a recent one. Uh, yeah, but it's, I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen it. No. I've heard it's okay, but it looks very modern. Yeah, the the, the later ones started getting a little more. I don't know. Are they, like I'm gonna just say this now, and I don't know if you feel the same way, but I am all about practical effects. Yeah, I fucking love Tom Savini. I love everything that he's ever done. I know it's a, it's a Nicotero and all those dudes. Who, yeah, Stan Winston. Uh-huh. All those dudes and everything to do with practical effects, I'm all about. And I feel like they should still be doing that and not using CGI. Yeah. Even if it's a cheaper route, I don't think they should do it that way. Like, you know? I feel the exact same way. Like, when I think practical effects, I feel like... Um, practical compared to cgi yeah it's if i can if i'm able to touch this thing for example the alien from alien correct if i mean if someone if the actual thing was made which it was uh if i'm able to touch it it just makes it that much more i guess scarier you know like believable yeah like believable like this thing is here and it can definitely like cause some shit yeah. rather than seeing it CGI and seeing like, Oh, that's definitely like super fake. So eh, definitely not going to yeah. happen, you know? Yeah. Um, well, you know what? Talking about that. I mean, what about Carpenter's the thing? His remake. The, the, the remake, like the remake is like, you know, they, they it got replaced with CGI. I know we talked about this. Oh, I thought his was a remake. Oh, well, his remake yeah. of the thing. Yes. Yeah, his remake of the thing with his practical effects is fucking great. Yeah. I mean, of course, the creature's like way out there, right? Yeah. <laughs> but just the fact that someone actually made this thing and I'm able to like touch it in itself, it's like, holy shit, like what if... I mean, look at the fucking blood scene when they're they're testing the blood. Yeah. In the vi- in the is it the vi- the vials. The little uh, the little uh, test tubes. The, yeah, yeah. They're testing the blood, and then it just like, rah, like it comes out. It's yeah. like oh shit. And then all like, of a sudden, the dude when they're tied up, the guy just starts shaking and oh, it's like his blood. Yeah, he gets all the yeah. That's when she's yeah, like, oh, dude. we know who it is now. Yeah, you know, but that it's just like holy shit, like that's super cool, like. The, the practical effects now, I mean, the CGI now, just takes the essence away from mm-hmm. it. I'm not saying yeah. that, like, CGI is bad. Right. It's definitely good in some aspects. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it takes a lot of work to do that CGI. But why not do the practical effects? Like, yeah. what's so wrong with doing practical effects? Why doesn't yeah. anyone want to do practical effects anymore? Yeah. Why do people have to resort Doing yeah. CGI. Yeah, I, yeah, I, you know, it works with, let's say Marvel. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's okay there. It works. It works there, and they do a very good job. Works great, but in horror movies or even shows, 
specifically, let's say, The Walking Dead, it doesn't look good anymore. Once yeah. they're using this fake blood, and you could even see that it looks fake. The CGI blood. The fe- Yeah, it looks gross. It looks yeah. stupid. It looks dumb. And I'll even go further, a little bit further, uh, and the stuff that we like that also we definitely enjoy. For example, the beer in, the, in Beer Fest. When they're <laughs> yeah. chugging, that looks so stupid. But, I mean, that, that was... 2004, 2005, 2006, 2006 maybe, when it came out. So practical or or CGI wasn't that great at that time. I would yeah, say. yeah, yeah. I would argue. But I mean, even then, like I'm sure there's a camera tricks that you can do yeah. and some editing stuff to make it look yeah. like he's chugging, chugging the whole thing. thing. He, you can you can you can show him chugging it. Go to something else. Lower the ch- the the amount of alcohol that's in there. And like he, you know what I mean? Make it look like he actually drank that amount in this amount of time. Like you could do a lot of different. Yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. And There's, it's such a, such a simple trick. Exactly, but it, the thing is that it looks ugly. Yeah. It looks ugly, and I fucking love beer fest, and I love all the dudes, and is it was it broken lizard? Broken lizard. I love all the guys. I love all of them. I mean, you know, watch their. The Tacoma IFD, like, it's a fucking funny show. Yeah, 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 yeah. But um, I'm just not a fan of CGI if it's done like that where it looks bad. And, yeah, yeah. I, and pretty much in, in horror movies, I don't. I think it's a big no-no. Uh, Definitely. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I mean, there's other, to me, other movies that kind of hit home that kind of like are badass or, or whatever. And, you know, like you mentioned the horror movies. To me, I think the 80s is the... The Pinnacle, I think, is the, the best era. Yeah, yeah. It's my favorite era um, of of horror movies. You had Demons. Was it uh, Dario Argento? Or... Yeah. Uh... He had a hand in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't Argento. It was someone else. But Demons is a fucking great movie. Mm-hmm. You know, Lucio Fulci came out in the 70s and 80s. I don't even know if I'm saying his name right. Uh, Lucio, Lucio Fulci? Yeah. yeah. So him from Doing Zombie. And doing all the other movies that he did was it um, was it Hospital Cemetery or I think so yeah and he did other fucking great uh, other movies but shit man a lot of the fucking great movies were like Reanimator yeah you know the the guy who made those were fucking awesome man like there was just something that I mean look you're looking at stuff that was with a lot of practical effects. But look at fucking Texas Chainsaw Massacre with hardly any effects. Yeah. And any legitimate scenes of blood and the fucking intent and the amount the 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 the, the sheer violence is there. Yeah. Right? The I know we're gonna talk about it in other episodes or other things, but you know, they were very, very convincing of the how fucking, you know, I don't want to give anything away for uh, other things, but I mean, again, we other people know it. But the hammer scene was the dude gets fucking clunked on the head. Yeah. The idea of this other dude where you don't even see it, the guy in the wheelchair, he's just he's, he's wheelchairing his way and he's trying to get through, <laughs> and all of a sudden, yeah. like, you know, like that shit came out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. You know the girl at the very end when she's like crying and screaming, and you hear the pure terror you hear the agony you hear her 
like like legitimate fucking scare you know what i mean like it, it, there's just something like that that you don't see a lot of blood in that movie yeah nah man you know I, that's there's there's movies that can do that and i i think that's the yeah like ones. i get it cgi is a thing now but once it's like really noticeable it's like mm, uh, you should have just gone practical with that like what's so bad about using fake blood like yeah. some a few gallons of pig's blood yeah <laughs> something like that i mean you know it doesn't hurt anyone Go talk to some of the black metal dudes. And they'll happily <laughs> give you pigs. They'll, they'll give you some of their pigs. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, um, there's a ton of great, like, modern uh, horror movies. Yeah. Um, Hereditary, uh, The Ritual, Train, <sighs> Train to Busan. Yeah, that was uh, great. Train to Busan, like, in itself, like, it's a zombie movie, but the story is great. Yeah, for sure. And uh, it's a Korean film. Yeah. But, you know, I want to add to that. Um, there's another cool movie. I think it's called Hashtag Alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another great that. one. That's another great yeah. one. And it's this dude basically stuck in a apartment complex. Oh, okay, okay. And um, his um, his family went out to go get groceries. Oh, yeah. It's a recent film. Yeah, it's super recent. recent. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah last yeah. couple of years. And uh, yeah, so he, he sees someone else alive on the other side of the complex. And, yeah. they're, and they're communicating. But it's so great because it's just it's just a great because I mean you're living in an apartment complex and there's all these fucking zombies everywhere you can't yeah do yeah yeah and it's done in a way sorry it's done in a way where it's like it's almost like a hotel so like you can't you can't go outside because if you go outside it's a hallway and everybody you know it's it's like a hotel type of apartment yeah 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 uh, yeah but that one's great hashtags alive is great I agree. Hereditary was fucking awesome. Uh, Hereditary is great in that it had a lot of. Um, for one, the the gore in there is it's, it's great. The idea of what happened in Hereditary was awesome. They were it was a little bit confusing, but if you're you're kind of like keeping up with what's happening, yeah, it makes sense at the very end. Um, uh, Ritual is awesome. Um, there's a, uh, I mean, you know, depends on the person, uh, Midsummer, uh, Midsummer was okay. It was okay. Yeah. I feel the same way. Yeah. It was okay. <laughs> yeah. It was okay. It wasn't, I, I liked it for what it was, I, but it wasn't I, like, oh my God. But I also don't put that in like a horror movie, to be honest. I didn't think it was a horror movie. It's just because of the gore, I think I'd put it there. Yeah. I think yeah. so too, but. Like there's a weird the there's a lot of psychedelic elements to it and stuff like that that yeah. I just didn't like. I felt I felt they were un, unnecessary, and uh, I think that might have turned off a lot of people too. Yeah, did that movie? <clears throat> I saw it and I was like, I mean, it's not bad, right? Uh, I can see why people like it. I, mm-hmm. I I didn't think the movie was bad, but I also didn't believe it. I didn't I didn't believe the hype. You know, right now, I think the one of the coolest movies that I saw that was kind of not necessarily a horror movie, but more like suspense. Was, uh, I think it was called The Lie. The Lie. Yeah, The Lie. That was one of the coolest movies that I've seen in a really long time. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to figure out who the fuck is in it. Um, let me see who the main actor is in that one. The Lie. Not yeah. liar, liar, right? No, <laughs> not Jacob the liar. That's funny, dude. That would have been fucking funny. 
the Lie, twenty eighteen thriller. Yeah, so uh, Peter Skarsgård comes out in it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's the dude who comes out in Shattered. If you guys have not seen Shattered, that's a great movie, by the way. Uh, he comes out in Jarhead. Um, he is not related to the Sarsgaard's brothers or whatever who did it or Pennywise or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the same dude. Not the same kind of guy. Well, once you see him, you'll know who exactly who I'm talking about. Um, but anyways, that, that one's great because it's a little bit of a... The lies... <laughs> I don't know how to describe it. Um, something happens, and you're meant—you're pretty much meant to believe something happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Know, and it's like you just have to go through with it—the whole ride, man, <laughs> yeah. to the end. And yeah. Then you're like, I would. Yeah, it's a fucking good one. It's a fucking—it's a fucking good one, especially if you're a parent. If you're parents, you'll know exactly, you know, why. Like, Dang. What would you do? Uh, great film. Great film. Got me yeah. all the way. It has that girl, Joey King, in it. Seeing that. Yeah. Yeah. Comes yeah, out yeah. in the kissing booth. Yeah. Don't, yeah, yeah. don't judge me on that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you... Uh, I remember... I don't know if I sent you a... An, I, okay. So, I emailed this guy. I sent you a video of Conan the Barbarian, right? The guy yeah. was playing a song mm-hmm. by Conan the Barbarian. I reached out to the guy and I wanted to get that song on here on the Nerdcast. Yeah. I'm hoping that he, I mean, he hasn't responded to me in, on any medium, dude. I responded to him. I've messaged him in different ways and still no, still nothing. So, anyways, but I don't want to put it on a necessarily, you have to do it on a fucking like. Uh, <laughs> Quote on the Barbarian episode or whatever. But that just reminded me. Well, <laughs> the first time I saw shit like that when I was a young kid, watching stuff like Quote on the Barbarian and Red Sonia and watching those type of movies, kind of being like this, uh, what is it, like fantasy, uh, sci fi yeah, yeah. type things. And a movie like that that kind of sticks to my mind and. Uh, director is still a carpenter to this day, right? When with Big Trouble Little China, yeah, because I think we can go full circle with a movie like that, right? Because let's say, for example, some of the dudes who did Mortal Kombat got influenced <laughs> by, yeah, Big, yeah, you know, Big Trouble Little China. So I feel like it. It's probably in my top ten most favorite films of all time yeah um but how weird is it that it's in there and mixed in with a lot of the different games and stuff like that and how much influence it had on other people and it was like it's 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 what is it a cult classic i would consider it it is a cult classic yeah how weird is that though that it's how the way in the way that movie affects outward so much you know yeah like all right, so let's talk fantasy and sci-fi. You know, ton of uh, uh, 
there's a ton of sci-fi movies out there and a ton of fantasy movies. Conan the Barbarian. Um, you just talked about uh, Big Trouble in Little China, like, uh, and how Mortal Kombat took influence on that. Of course, Raiden. Of course. Of course, Raiden. That's definitely where they took that from. Yeah, for sure. And uh, the wackiness that comes out in Big Trouble in Little China, like, f- I'll say this, like, if you've never seen Big Trouble in Little China, definitely go out and rent it. At your local video store. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Watch it however you can. I don't know if you could find it on like Amazon Prime, if you could find it like Tubi or something. I don't know. Whatever. But watch it. Yeah. If you find it at a flea market, pick it up. Buy it. Yes. Probably one of the funnest movies. Super mm. fun. Wacky, crazy, different characters. It Kurt has- Russell is the best dude basically look Kurt Russell um, and it's John Carpenter yeah you know and then John Carpenter also did uh, Escape from New York yeah which is also uh, a great sci-fi movie based in the future you know Kurt Russell bro again Kurt Russell again and what do you know another sci-fi horror movie John Carpenter and Kurt Russell in the thing. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, that's uh, his, uh, that's his uh, Johnny Depp. You know, uh, Tim I love, Burton, Johnny Depp. Yeah, yeah, I love, I love him. Um, he's like, you leave Jack Burton alone. <laughs> you leave Jack Burton alone. Oh, uh, dude, the very beginning. Oh, it's great. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, that this whole idea of, of. Um, well, I mean, Carpenter, first of all, Carpenter has great movies. Yeah. He's got some wild ideas and crazy ideas and just, you know, I think one of the ones that are, pre- I guess, straightforward or basic ones were like, uh, was it a Attack on Precinct 13 or some shit like that? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's more action. That it's was more action. very, that's why I said, it's very basic and straightforward. Yeah, it's a great movie, though. Yeah, it's so that's fun. The original movie. one was great. I know there was a remake. Yeah. I still love the original. Yeah. His version is still badass. Uh, and then you start getting stuff that is a little weird. Uh, I know Alice Cooper comes out in one. Is it... Um, which is the one that he comes out in? Um, Alice Cooper. Yes. Uh, Alice Cooper comes out in one of those where... And uh, in, in Carpenters? Yeah. I'm trying to figure it out. Let me see. Damn, let's look it up. Yeah, I think it was Prince of Darkness. Yeah, he's a uh, the bum. Yes. dude. Yeah, yeah, Prince of Darkness. Prince, that's a that's a great that's a good movie too. Yeah, it's a very good. That's movie. a good movie too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's that one. He did the Fog. Jamie Lee Curtis. Hello. Hey, who? What's up, Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis? The young Jamie Lee Curtis good. man. She's looking Come good, on, man. man. Um, I'll say this. Speaking on Jimmy Lee Curtis, uh huh. When I first saw his scene in True Lies, man, <laughs> I was like, Whoa, "What is this?" You tell her, Arnold. You tell her, bro. You tell her. Yeah. Well, I mean, also, I mean, she was in uh, Halloween, but I mean, Xiao. Yeah, dude, for real. Yeah. A lot of people don't think she's hot, but I think Jimmy Lee Curtis yeah. is hot. Yeah, she got it going on. Yeah, but uh, you know, movies like that, um, the John Carpenter movies, 
John Carpenter was a big staple when it came down to like sci-fi yeah. and like um, not fantasy, definitely sci-fi. Yeah. Um, the way he composed music. That's one of the things that I was about to say is the, the way he composed music kind of lends itself still to this day to where a lot of stuff that we like and we enjoy to this day. Yeah, yeah. A lot of synth wave, a lot of different, you know, stuff like that. And yeah. So I, I, I feel like he's one of the very... Um, one of the coolest dudes, one of the, it just branches out in different directions. Yeah, yeah. You know, not only that, I mean, get the fuck out of here, body bags. Remember I was telling you about that shit? <laughs> I was like, damn, yeah. that's such a fucking cool movie, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and then, um, you know, Fantasy, uh, Dark Crystal, Labyrinth. We could even talk about Labyrinth and David Bowie. And his, oh, hell yeah. His, his balls hanging. Yeah, dude. His junk. I mean, you had you had a lot of cool, 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 cool movies like that. In that series, in that, in that kind of sense, I would definitely put probably Conan the Barbarian. Yeah, 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 um, of course. Conan the Destroyer, Red Sonja, uh, Beastmaster. <laughs> right? Dude, I actually just... With the I, ferrets. Yeah, dude. I just saw something on Beastmaster earlier. It's yeah. so crazy that you bring that up. Yeah. We'll definitely talk about that later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know... Could we add like Mad Max in there? Is it like post apocalyptic? Yeah. It's like, all cinema, dude. Yeah, all... yeah, dude. The Mad Max movies are great. And rest in peace, uh, I forget his name, but the actor that played Toby. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He just, a few days ago. Um, a couple of weeks ago. The actor that played uh, Toe Cutter and. Yeah. Um, For Fury Road or whatever. Yeah, but he played Toe Cutter in the first Mad Max. Oh, shit. Yeah, uh, The Road Warrior. The Road okay. Warrior. Okay, okay. He played Toe Cutter, and then he played, um, in Fury Road, he played, um, I forget his name, the main bad guy in that movie. Right, I forgot the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, dude, there's a, there's a ton of stuff. ton of stuff that we could talk about right there. But, you know, you said that the, the 80s were the golden era for you. Yeah. Like, what are some 80s horror movies? Uh, not horror, but 80s movies in general. That yeah, you know you enjoyed or that you know really, a lot of stuff that I enjoy, dude. Fucking um, weird science yeah. is probably one of the coolest ones. Yeah, dude. um, not to do with horror movie or anything like that, but I think the I think probably one of the most iconic movies that I think fits perfect today. In terms of letting people be different and allowing them to be different and making it okay to be different. Probably The Breakfast Club. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think it's one of those best movies that everybody needs to see, regardless of what age, regardless of uh, era. I think The Breakfast Club is one of the best movies for teenagers to watch still to this day. Yeah, motherfucking Judd Nelson, Uh, man. Yes, sir. (laughs) Motherfucking... He's like, yes. <laughs> Do you want another? <laughs> He's all like, yeah. I got you for two bucks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, that's fucking funny. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Shut Stop. up. I know. And then you have, you have everybody, the weirdo, the the rocker, the bad boy, right? You yeah. Have the jock. The jock. The, the nerd. You know. The, who's a... Uh, the popular female, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. The 
the I forgot what that's called. But yeah, yeah, you have everybody, and <clears throat> the honesty in that. Yeah, I'm not gonna fucking acknowledge you on Monday when we come yeah, to class. We're not gonna talk. We're not gonna talk. She's like saying it straight up, and that's how it was. Yeah, no one give a fuck. Everyone had to keep that image. Yeah, they had to keep that fucking image. Yeah, and there's I, something so fucking crazy about that. But I love the idea that eventually they just didn't give a fuck. Yeah. And they were like, we're friends. Yeah. You know? So you had that. You had movies like Return of the Living Dead for sure was by far one of my favorite movies of all time. Still to this day. Very quotable. Yeah. Regardless of the girl dancing naked. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll exclude her in this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean... If it counted, if it fucking I mean, you have Goonies, dude. You have the fucking Goonies, man. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Gremlins. Yeah, of course, dude. Yeah. There's, a t- there's a ton of stuff. Like, I, yeah. I love a ton of 80s movies, man. Like, from horror to action, you know. Um, you have uh, movies like Kickboxer and Bloodsport. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, you have uh, Predator, mm-hmm. which also is like a sci-fi movie. You have... Uh, uh, over the top. <laughs> I don't know why I thought Stallone. over the top. You know, you have the Goonies, the Lost Boys. Yeah, the Lost Boys. You have the Burbs. You have oh, that's my favorite, probably. Yeah, dude. Probably number one, man. Dude, the you, burbs. Ha- you have a a, a plethora mm. of uh, of movies that you could just yeah. talk about when it comes down to the eighties. Yeah, bunch of iconic stuff. Pretty in Pink. Uh, yeah. What is it? Fast Times at Richmond High. Fast Times at Richmond High. Uh, Weird Science. The like Diner. Uh, Diner? Diner is another Yeah, thing. dude. Uh, and then uh, Die Hard. Christmas. Yeah, dude. It ain't, <laughs> it, it ain't, it ain't Christmas until uh, he's falling off the Nakatomi building. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh, you have all that, dude. Yeah. You have... Uh, Although you had a ton of action stars that came out in the 80s. You had the, yeah. your Sylvester Stallone. You had your Arnold. You had yeah. your Van Dams. Yeah. Uh, even Chuck Norris. Yeah, for sure. You know, I think one of the most... Uh, obviously, for American films and for being here in the U.S., a lot of the films during the 80s had some sort of political message in it. One, yeah. way, one way or another. Even Back to the Future did it. You had Rocky that did it yeah. with Rocky IV. Uh, a lot of different movies that were coming out during that time that really hit on the Cold War and different things like that. Versus yeah, Rush, yeah. Versus Russia and whatnot. Shit, I mean, get the fuck out of here. You even had the 1980 Olympics where the Americans beat the Russians in hockey. Oh, yeah. Miracle. Know. Yeah, the yeah. Miracle. You know, Do you believe in miracles? Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? With Al Michaels, you know, commentating on that. And, like, all a lot of that fucking thing, you know, all, all of that stuff had a lot to do with yeah, the dude. films that were coming out. And you, even Rambo. Um, a lot of that had to do with the way the films came out in the 80s. And it was crazy. That was the product of, of, of what was going on. Yeah. But, fuck, he gave us all these cool movies and all these cool, um, I mean, come on, Predator, dude, get out of here, dude. I yeah, mean, that dude. was fucking outstanding, you know. 
Um, I know there's a lot of Star Wars and a lot of stuff like that. We'll get into. We'll definitely get into all that. Yeah, other yeah, stuff. yeah. But um, there's. I think we're talking about. I think the main idea is that we're talking about a lot of geekdoms. They're not popular. You know what yeah. I mean? You know what I mean? That I think would be. Yeah, great yeah. To talk we, about. we could talk about Star Wars, but I feel like you know, know what Star Wars is. Everyone knows what Star Wars. Yeah, is. Yeah, everybody is good with that. Um, this, this, we'll start somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get to that at some point, but yeah. right now we're just focusing on on what things that we yeah. a lot of, very much enjoy. Yeah, which is a lot of horror movies. A lot of horror movies. I dig a ton of action films, man. Yeah, like, that too. How is it that? That Rocky took down the Soviet Union by himself just by beating Ivan Drago. Right, you know? right. It's like when he's when he's running up that snowy mountain and at the end he's like, Drago! It's <laughs> because <laughs> he it's all that old school training, dude. Dude. It's the old school training. And in the music in that movie. Oh, yeah. The music in that movie. The like super music. pumped. You know, you got your karate kids. Yeah. You know, you have the karate kid. You have, Fuck yeah. Dude. You know, I, I I I still stand by my my uh, opinion that the '80s was the best era for movies, and only because it was the most. Uh, the ideas were just percolating; they were just coming out. Things were just popping out. There was no like, "Well, we can't do this." There was more of like, "We can do this." We're going to do this and you're going to enjoy it. You're going to yeah. fucking love it. Whether it's cheesy or not, you're going to fucking love it. Yeah. And all these movies popped out. And I'm eternally grateful for that. You know, yeah. and, and that's why I'm not a big fan of the late 90s, early 2000s, because they were very bland. And for one, I think that the one thing that we talked about the most, the special effects, the CGI, was really. Uh, uh, I guess in its not infancy because it was started coming out in the early nineties, but they still hadn't perfected it. Yeah, and it looked bad. So you're better off not even using CGI because it looks so bad. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's movies that came. Uh, there's I definitely agree that eighties had like like the biggest uh, portion of like films. That were just like great. Yeah. I'll definitely agree with you on that. There's a ton of '90s films that are that are great too that I enjoy. Uh, but definitely I connect more with the '80s films. Yeah. Um, not gonna diss on the '90s films. For example, uh, you had like Encino Man. I like Encino Man. Oh no no no. Okay, <laughs> so let's. Okay, hold on. So we're talking about things like that that we actually enjoyed. That's fine. Because Encino Man was fucking stupid, but awesome. <laughs> and, and still to this day, I fucking laugh at the fucking, the lingo yeah. that's used. Shush! You know, like all the, <laughs> all the shit that, the, that they, things that they say. It's like the grindage. Uh, uh, nugs chilling and yeah, grindage. Yeah, 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 yeah. All the shit that they would say. It's like, okay, it's funny. It's embarrassing, but it's funny. A lot of those movies were fucking great. I loved a lot of the movies from the early 90s. Yeah, yeah. In the, in the 90s. But I wasn't a big fan of the horror movies. All right, all right. Yeah, of yeah. that time. Because to me, it was like, really? Uh, scream? You know what I mean? Like, Scream? Really? That was like, that wasn't scary. 
what final destination yeah it was great the gore was great yeah it was just like i don't want to be hearing fucking new metal with people getting killed and shit like that <laughs> if i do i'll just watch jason x and i love jason x <laughs> right oh worst ones <laughs> <laughs> what it was it was definitely one of the worst jasons ever but i love the some of the kill scenes yeah but um you know i mean we'll touch base on a lot of this uh 90s stuff uh we'll touch base like even even movies that are up to date now um yeah well see the thing is is that i like to you know we we have a lot of good stuff that we can talk about you know And, and not only that i mean we didn't even really hit a lot close to a lot of the the retro Nintendo yeah, Super yeah. NES that we can talk about. So for just for other people, for the record, is uh, that's our favorite era and a lot of different video games. So we are going to definitely talk about them. You know, at one point we're going to make different lists, different things like that. And hopefully people will enjoy that, you know. Yeah, yeah. I hope um, so too. Talk about, you know, we'll even touch base on some anime movies uh yeah for sure for sure some anime movies uh, a lot of different things like that comedies stuff like that for sure possibly paranormal yeah some paranormal activity yeah. Um, hey some paranormal so it was just happening right now that popped yeah that there. bottle just popped right fucking off that was fucking weird <laughs> we stayed quiet and you guys heard that you know what we're talking about that was weird i didn't say anything because i was just trying to be cool about it um so well, stay tuned. We have a uh, our next episode. It's gonna be specific and action packed on some, you know, like action packed. Throw some explosions yes. in there. So, you guys stay tuned. Uh, you want to add anything else? Uh, no. I mean, we'll just see what the future brings us. So back to the future. <laughs> back to the future. <laughs> so. Guys, don't forget that you can definitely hear us talking about heavy metal and stuff in the metal world. We do talk about everything heavy metal on that metal podcast. Uh, so you can check us out there, too, if you have not heard that. But with that being, you know, I'm Wolfman Dave. And I'm Diego. So check us out next time.